Hello and welcome to the last episode in the month-long special edition, Best Ever or Guilty Pleasure. I'm your host, Jarrett, and I love movies. This month, with it being Halloween, we will be talking about scary movies. Today, the movie we're talking about is what I hope to be the scariest movie in this series, The Strangers. Released in 2008, it was directed by Brian Bertino. This is the first movie he directed, and honestly, he didn't do much after this. He only directs horror movies, and one of them is a sequel to this movie. Uh, This movie stars Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. It's a sparse cast with only, uh, I believe, if I remember, only a couple locations, uh, with the majority of the movie taking place in the house. Um, It's sitting at a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is kind of surprising because I remember this movie being pretty good. I also remember this movie being very scary. It's full of jump scares that are clearly designed to maximize the fright factor. Uh, I did take my wife on a date to the, this movie, and it definitely passed the test uh, for getting her you know, close to me because of how scary it was. Uh, this movie is about a couple who are staying in a rural home after a wedding. Throughout the night, they are terrorized by three people in masks. The three people play with the couple, scaring them before attempting to kill them. I remember the way this movie uh, was scared, uh, was scary, um, and it lied in the way that the three people were, they, they thoroughly controlled the situation. You could see them in and out of the house, they very rarely spoke, but still made their presence known, but only when they wanted to. Uh, they were playing with the main characters, which is pretty frightening. It theoretically could happen to anyone. This movie was also um, one of those based on true events uh, that was very popular around this time. Uh, They were always meant to be more freaky than they actually were. Uh, I think back in the day, I looked at a lot of those movies that claimed to be based on true events, and they usually weren't really as accurate as they could have been. A notable example being the movie 300, uh, where 300 brave Spartans attempted to hold off Persian forces. Historians believe that there were actually thousands of anti-Persian combatants, not just the 300 that are depicted in the movie. It's a nice sentiment, but not exactly based on the true story. I think The Strangers uh, is based on the director's experience with a person at his door when he was young asking to speak to someone, then leaving, and then he finds out later that his neighbor's houses were robbed that night. Needless to say, this was loosely based on a true story. I chose this movie because for a long time I've held that this is one of the scariest movies that I've ever seen. I'm not really scared by gore or outright violence. Uh, This movie has that for sure, but it's not the main draw. I remember it being scary for a different reason, uh, because of the space that it created. Uh, I remember a scene in particular where Liv Tyler's character is uh, in the forefront. She's looking for something. She's very scared. And in the background, you see one of the masked figures step in, stare a bit at Liv Liv Tyler's character, and then step out. If you were focusing on her character, you would just miss it. But that little bit of space was kind of frightening because he's just standing in the background. Uh, She didn't notice that he was in the house right behind her, able to do whatever he wanted. Instead, he chose to continue to play with her. That, to me, is scary. Uh, There are the jump scares uh, that also scared me. I remember there being quite a few. 
mainly because I believe there's uh, very little music to cue you into something happening, um, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, whatever happens just happens. Sometimes uh, in movies, the score can really ruin the surprise. You know that a killer is going to jump out because the movie music starts getting more and more creepy and intense. Uh, with no music, you have no warning. Uh, I could be off base about this, but I do remember being there very little or no music. Uh, next up, I will watch the movie. I will take notes on what I see and report back in a bit. I will be talking in detail about the movie, so spoilers ahead. Uh, the question I will be trying to answer is, was this movie the best ever, or is it just a guilty pleasure? Let's watch and find out. And we're back. Uh, that was interesting, to say the least. Uh, I am definitely remembering this movie wrong. Let's talk about it. I've said it before with the other movies, but this movie was not as scary as I remember it. Uh, I meant it with the other movies, but this movie was different. I remember being super freaky and being scared when I originally saw it. This time around, that was not the case at all. Uh, sure, there were some jump scares, but they just didn't hit the same. Uh, the scene that I mentioned above where the guy was in the background uh, was still freaky, but, I mean, that's it. That's There's not really much else. Uh, it was also cheapened a bit because in that particular scene, I thought you saw the guy kind of step back out of frame, uh, but he kind of just disappears with a cut, and he's just not there anymore. That doesn't. It's not really the same. I feel like this movie could have also ended several times. Uh, the main characters uh, were... Uh, to say this lightly, uh, dumb. <laughs> uh, the three killers were smarter, but honestly not by much. Yes, the main characters try to escape a couple times and get stopped, but they really didn't try. Uh, the closest they got was when they tried to back up the car, and then the truck came in and rammed them. Uh, we are to believe that this driveway, I guess, is a barrier, and they couldn't just drive forward and around and try to speed away. Uh, I guess they didn't want to damage the lawn or something. Uh, that just seemed a little bit off. Um, the logistics in the movie also just do not add up. The three killers acted strangely when you really think about it. Um, you have one banging on the front door, one banging on the back door, and one running around in the house. Uh, they only bang for a bit, then stop. And then you uh, actually, at one point, you actually see the one the guy killer looking into the woods and then just creepily run towards the house. I think um, Liv Tyler's character, Kristen, is just kind of hiding and she watches him do that. It's, it's odd. Uh, they go in the house, then out of the house. And then back in the house, and then out of the house. It just seems like they're like they're yeah they're playing, but it just seems weird. Uh, the one girl she stands out on the lawn, and then she just disappears. <clears throat> one of the killers took the time to put the smoke detector on the chair and throw the phone in the fire. They also take the time to write things on the windows and doors with lipstick or whatever that was. Uh, sure, they're playing with the two people, but it just seems like a really weird way to do it. And logistically, it just makes no sense. The killers start with just knocking and then creeping around the house. And then they escalate until the end when they finally kill or, I guess, attempt to kill the two. Uh, that whole scene is weird, too. You have the iconic scene with the two main characters tied to the chair and the three killers facing them. Uh, I think that's actually the picture that's on the uh, the main uh, DVD screen. Um, and then they take off their masks. Uh, we never see their faces, but they start to then awkwardly stab them. 
and then just leave. It's just it's just weird. Uh, it's almost frustrating to watch how the killers interact with them. They seem to like getting seen, then disappearing, and then doing that all over again. Uh, the killer's behavior is just odd. Uh, there's the one scene where Kristen is out in the open, and then hears a piano in the foyer. She then slowly turns around, which I wouldn't do. Um, I would do that a little bit quicker, kind of get out of there. Um, but then the male killer comes through, and then he happens to just look in the wrong direction and then just walks that way. Um, she hides in the pantry, and then she watches as he walks around, maybe sees through sees her through the slats. I know that, that it kind of looks like he looks her way. Then he just comes down and sits at the table. He sits there for a bit and then walks out. And then the babyface killer shows up in a jump scare moment and starts beating down the door. Uh, she starts to almost break it down and then just randomly stops and disappears. Why? Why does she? Why doesn't she just keep going? Again, I know they're playing with them. It's just, it's just very odd behavior. Uh, there is a weird exchange with the killers as they stop uh, for the kids handing out the religious tracks. The man stays in the car with it running. Then the baby face and the pinup girl get out of the car. The pinup girl lights up a cigarette, I think, uh, for only like two seconds. Uh, and then the baby face girl asks the kids for a tract and then says that she sometimes sins. Uh, then they just get in and leave. It's 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 really odd. And, and that's also whenever they're leaving, uh, I think the pinup girl says it'll be easier next time. Then the kids find the house, and instead of being scared and running away like normal kids they just kind of creepily walk in silently and then they go even further into the house after they see you know somebody lying on the ground bleeding uh and then the killers didn't do a good job of killing them because uh Kristen Liv Tyler's character had enough strength to crawl to the back towards Mike uh who had been shot in the face with a shotgun uh and then woke up for one last jump scare and then the movie just ends again i'll say it i I remembered this movie differently it was just odd the way it unfolded a lot of it didn't make sense and this time around it just wasn't scary it's also very short coming in at under an hour and 20 minutes i i I just i guess i remember this movie very wrong um the movie got a sequel pray at night is what it's called uh, and it came out in 2018 10 years after the first I admittedly have not seen it because it didn't really look that good, and uh, it's hard to find streaming without spending any money, and frankly, I really don't want to spend money on it if it's as bad as it seems, Uh, but I did read up on it. Uh, The three mass killers are played by different people, but I'm guessing the assumption is that that it's the three from the first movie, because you never really see their faces, so why not? There is apparently a few other movies due to come out within the next year or two, and they're going to be uh, supposedly filming filming them concurrently, sort of like they did on the Fear Street movies with uh, Netflix. I'm I'm honestly not sure why. I I guess they made enough money from the first two movies to warrant it, uh, but those two movies aren't rated very high, so I don't know why they're thinking that people really want new ones, but fine. I mentioned earlier about the based on a true story part about this movie too. Uh, this the way the movie starts, and I, I don't remember this, but it actually has a narrator reading out quote unquote the true story of two main characters being terrorized in their rural home. Uh, it leads you to believe that it wasn't just based on the story of the director answering the door to a possible burglar whenever he was a kid. 
it makes you believe that the story that's presented in the movie is actually the true story. It's clever marketing, but very untrue. I also wrongly mentioned earlier that there was no music in the movie. Uh, Another example of me really remembering things wrong. There most definitely was music, and it did exactly what I said it would do. It really cued me into something happening. It was kind of disappointing. Uh, they did use the record player in a good way, though. Uh, in one scene that that was just actually that was actually very good. Uh, the record is skipping and repeating the same phrase, and the killers are banging on the walls, and Liv Tyler's character is screaming. It was chaotic and actually really good. Uh, a rare flash of good in a sea of, I gotta say it, mostly bad. There is a, se- a theory that I saw about the three killers being supernatural. It's apparently more clear in the second movie, but people attribute it to the fact that the killers were super quick and they can take damage. So they must be otherworldly. There is one scene in this movie where it's almost comical how quickly one of the killers just disappears. Uh, when James is in the car, one of the female killers, uh, I think it was Babyface, probably, um, she taps on his shoulder like you would do if you were trying to trick your friends, and he turns around immediately, and then she's just gone. Uh, A few minutes after that, the male killer appears in front of the car. It's never explained, it just happens. They just disappear so quickly, uh, and it's it's just very different. Uh, I feel like it would be more palatable if they did add the supernatural component to it, um, you know, lay into the fact that there's three people who clearly outmatch the two main characters uh, for a reason because they're supernatural, and it may just make a little bit more sense. Now it's just three random people who are preying on the fact that these two people are scared, and it's clear, especially even in this movie, that they are new to it. With the uh, at near the end, whenever the pinup doll uh, says that it's just going to get easier next time. So, I mean, it works, but there's a lot of unexplained things that maybe should have been explained in a different way. Uh, Maybe in the next movies, they might jump the shark and have them be aliens or something. I'm not really sure. Uh, But, and they can also retrofit the first two movies and explain, start to explain a little bit more of the lore. Anything to make it a bit more interesting. Uh, They did that in the Scream movies, where in the third movie, they kind of retrofitted it to make Roman be the mentor to Billy and Stu uh, from the first movie. So, you know, they can maybe do something a little bit more like that. Let's talk about the relationship between James and Kristen. Uh, The movie starts with a really awkward scene where James proposed to Kristen in the parking lot, of all places, and she turns him down. She's just not ready. They walk into his childhood home, complete with rose petals and candles everywhere. It's clear that they like each other, and honestly, James is still doing everything for her. He offers to go get her cigarettes, and then starts a fire for her before she le- before he leaves. Uh, he also leaves clothes out for her. I understand her right to say no. I'm not saying that she should have. She would have been obligated to say yes, but it's really not clear why she said no, other than the fact that she says she's not ready. However, um, this is made even more confusing because at one point she tries on the ring and can't get it off, so she just leaves it on for the whole rest of the movie. She's clearly thinking about it. She then, right before they are brutally stabbed, tells him that she loves him. Trauma bonding at its finest. All it took for her was being terrorized by three mass killers for her to realize what she was missing. 
Oh, and watching him kill his best friend with a shotgun. I guess that works. It's no secret, based on what you've heard, that this was kind of disappointing for me. I really had high hopes for this movie because of how I remembered it. I should have known going in with it only having a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not a terrible movie, but I don't know I would recommend you watch it again. It really doesn't hold up. It's up to you. I feel like this definitely was a guilty pleasure. Not the best ever. Next week, we will be back to business as usual. No more scary movies. I hope your Halloween is fun. Please rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast app you use. It really helps the podcast get out there. Until next time, watch more movies. Watch more movies.